Hey guys. Hey guys. Welcome back to So True Podcast. It is officially spooky season. It is officially October. I mean, I know last last week's episode was our first spooky Oh yeah. <laughs> spooky season episode, but this is the first time we are recording in spooky season. Yeah. Cuz when we recorded last week's episode, it wasn't spooky season. It was yet. September. It was still September. Yep. But now we are in full spooky season and i'm so ready and our brother just walked outside the window and let out a giant bigfoot growl so hopefully you couldn't hear that yeah we told them to leave and then now they're outside and hopefully Hopefully. you won't be able to hear all the noise that's going on we will see but um you guys happy happy almost halloween it is the best month of the entire year today i didn't have to work so i went to this cute little farmer's market in this little small town with um two of my friends and i got cute earrings and i got so (laughs) it was just like so so cute i got a whole like bag full of fresh fruit apples peaches pears i just was like i'm living my dream life the cottage core girl dream my cottage core girl dream this is the dream i this is the life i was meant to live I just need to be rich and live and and just like live my dreams every day. I need to marry somebody that just allows me to be a stay-at-home wife. A trophy wife, literally. If you will. Like trophy wife. <laughs> trophy wife is my dream job, if I'm uh, being really honest. So I want to be great. trophy wife that like can just do her hobbies, you know? And exactly. like she doesn't have to do yeah, anything but those hobbies. Exactly. I wanna be like um, I don't know if you know the Instagram account Ballerina Farm. Mm-mm. She and her husband and their kids just live on this like gigantic farm and she makes sourdough bread every day and they have goats and like all these types of animals and live in this beautiful house. And Damn. Like, that is my dream. That is actually who I need to be, who I want to be. Yeah. The only problem with that is you got to have money in order to live a life of comfort. That's true. I have that $2. sucks. I have $2. So anyway, yeah. Yeah, well, this week we are doing an entire episode full of Skinwalker stories because as much as they scare me and as much as I believe they're real, I have a fascination with anything Skinwalker. And yeah. It's, they're so fun. So um, recommend listening to this in the middle of the day. I actually couldn't do my research for it. I was going to do it last night, but I was like, it's, <laughs> I can't scared. do it at <laughs> night and then go to bed. Yeah. So I had to do it this afternoon, um, and get all ready. But I was like, yeah, this is, this is too scary. They're too spooky. I think the, the, you hit the nail on the head where, where it's just like, they're too real mm-hmm. and I believe in it way too much. Me too um so so yeah anyway we're doing skinwalkers this week and um spooky episodes for the entire month um which will be super fun we can't wait so yeah i'm super excited all righty do you want to start us off sure okay all right wait how many do you have i have i just got a lot there's some i like more than others so i'm just gonna feel it out okay basically four okay but i don't have to use all of them today okay we'll just see yeah all right okay let's go slay on that all right Okay, this one is by SSJ Leak on Reddit. When I was around 13 and my cousin was 12, I decided we were going to camp in our yard. We have a shared property that has been passed down through the family for generations. There's about 150 yards or so between our houses, and it is an open area of yard that hits our fields. The total land is around 2.5 square miles, so it's pretty big, and we have fields, a creek, and even our own bit of forest. Anyways, we decided it was a nice summer night and we were going to camp out. So I grabbed the tent we had in my parents' garage and we spent the evening setting it up before going to his house for dinner. At around 9pm, we decided to go to sleep since it was getting pretty dark out and there wasn't really much we could do outside while in the tent except talk about our plans for for the summer. At around 11pm or so, I got a call from my then girlfriend and she was pretty upset about something that had happened earlier in the day. I was tired, so it took me a while to actually understand what she was saying and to calm her down. But once I did, we continued to chat for a bit until my cousin grabbed my shoulder hard. I told him I was on the phone and he could wait, but he just pulled me around, and when I saw his face, I instantly told my girlfriend I had to go. He had his finger up to his mouth in this shushing motion, and he looked absolutely terrified. 
He told me in a whisper to look towards the entrance of the tent before I could even ask him what was wrong. When I looked, I didn't see anything at all, so I just told him to go back to sleep. But after that, I heard the sound of someone walking around the tent. It seemed very unlikely that anyone would be out here unless it was my dad, and he isn't the type of person to prank anyone. We are generally pretty safe on our property as we are about 10 miles out of town and everyone that lives near us are family or old family, family friends. I told my cousin to be quiet and stay down and I was going to see if I could find out who it was. But when I peeked out the front of the tent, I didn't see anything again. I assumed whoever it was just ran off or that maybe it was my dad after all, but instead of pranking us, he had just decided to come check on us. That was proven wrong, however, as I heard the footsteps walking around the tent again as soon as I laid down. It felt like hours as I listened to the footsteps. Sometimes they would change pace and rhythm, but after a while I heard them stop. I ended up looking at the entrance to the tent as I had the feeling of being watched and I finally saw what had freaked my cousin out so much. Standing there peering into the tent was what appeared to be a thin man who was very dirty and almost completely naked except for some animal skins that he wore. Ew. <laughs> That's nasty. Get that. out. Get, Get out, out of your hair. <laughs> His eyes seemed to glow slash shine like an animal's eyes would if you shined a light in them. Only there was nothing that should have made them glow like that. I laid there frozen as we peered into each other's eyes for what seemed like a lifetime, but was probably only around five minutes or so. At this point, he very calmly and slowly backed away, turned around, and then ran off in the direction of our forest. I stayed awake, straining my ears for any sound indicating he was coming back, but after about an hour and a half, I exhausted myself and fell asleep. When we woke up, we immediately looked around the tent to see if maybe we were just seeing things, but sure enough, there were bare footprints circling the tent. Oh. While looking at the prints, I noticed that some of the tracks were coyote paw prints, which would, have been a, which would have accounted for the change in rhythm. We ended up finding a set of tracks that led into our field towards our forest and noted that about halfway from the tent to the field, the paw prints started changing to footprints and handprints, as if the man were on all fours. Ooh. Then Ooh. they slowly became smaller, turning into coyote paw prints once more. Ever since this experience, my cousin and I have both had multiple encounters with what we now believe is a skinwalker. I had never heard of one until a couple of months ago when I first heard the skinwalker story that inspired me to tell my story. The description of what they called the skinwalker is what prompted me to look it up and why we now believe what we encountered was a skinwalker. That Ken's job, you know how every Ken has a job? Well, that Ken's job is spook. What? <laughs> The skinwalker man. Oh, his job is I was like, every Ken, Ken? Every Ken has a job. His, oh, his Ken job yep. is spook. Yep, his job is spook and to be creepy. And yeah, and creep. Like, I, I'm scared. <laughs> Not to sound like anti-men, but that's kind of what I think a man's job is. <laughs> your, your job is spook and creep. Every time I see a grown man. I'm terrified. I, am, I'm I fear for my life. Yeah. That oh, is my freaky, though. That is so Imagine looking freaky. out your tent and just seeing Ew. someone standing like, there. Like, the tent flap is just, like, parted. And just and staring just, like, at staring you. There. There's yeah. nowhere for you to go. Yep. They're in front of the only entrance. You are sheltered by some fabric. Some fabric. <laughs> like, you have no... Like, like you're done. Oh, you're gosh. done for. No, it's like... Oh, no. Yeah, weirdly enough, like, that one didn't seem like it was intending to do harm, but also, like, why are you here? Why are you here? Why are you here scaring me? Oh, God. The fear is enough harm for me. True. If you have scared me, you have done more than enough. Yeah, that is psychological damage. Yeah. Emotional damage. <laughs> like, I am... I'm suing. I'm yeah. suing for damages. Ugh. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, that was that was a good one. Thanks. All right. Um, My first one is from a website called CVLT Nation. Ooh. This first one, I'm not going to read the title of it. I'm just going to read you the, the story. Okay. So this happened about 12 years ago. My family owns a farm in the heart of an American Native American reservation. One winter, I was home for Christmas taking care of the farm while my parents were away Christmas shopping. I was home by myself way late in the night, and I hear all our cows freaking out. See... Animals are freaking out. Yep. That's your first sign. That's that is your first, first sign. sign. I knew it had to be the wild dogs that are rampant in the area. So I throw on some boots, grab a shotgun, load it up, and head out into the field. This was a perfect scenario for, for a horror movie. It was cloudy, but there was a full moon, and it was breaking through the clouds just right to light up all the snow. I ran out into the middle of the field, and just in time, I see two dogs. 
They were standing up facing each other and fighting. No way. <laughs> Rocky and Apollo. Oh my god. <laughs> They're duking it out. Oh no. Guys. I think perfect. Two for one. So I pump a shell into the chamber of Mr. 12 Gauge, and then it happened. The two dogs heard the rack. They both stopped, looked over at me, and ran away on their back legs. No. Nope. Hind legs. Mm-mm. Hind legs. They're just like booking it. Not the hind legs. Not the hind legs. <laughs> also, not about them like squaring up with each other. Yeah, like why are like the skin like, They're just like, like who's going to be master skinwalker? Yeah, That's they, what like, they were trying to figure out. for Alpha. Yeah. Yeah, I think so skinwalker. skinwalker. (laughs) Immediately I froze and every ghost story about skinwalkers and all the other native legends I grew up with flew through my mind. Keep in mind, I am a white guy and up until then, these were all just boogeyman stories that the native kids like to tell to scare us. That night, they became real to me. Oh my gosh. Dude. What? Honestly, that one was kind of funny to me. That's why I like put it yeah. in there because I was like, and not good like, have a these, mix. like <laughs> and nothing happened. He had a weapon these with him. These skinwalkers just duking it out. <laughs> you're like, you're like, hey y'all, what, what's going on? You guys, violence is not the answer. And they're guys. like, oh shit. It's almost like he kind of surprised them. Yeah. Like they didn't realize they didn't, he was there. Right. Like I love that they took the... off running on their hind legs. Yeah. I'm like, there's <laughs> like. Like what in the barnyard? No, like, literally back at the barnyard. <laughs> back at the barnyard, and the cows freaking out was just like the cows placing bets on like oh who was yeah, win. they're like it was like on- Fight Club. Oh my gosh, it was Fight Club. Oh, it was Skinwalker Fight Club. Um, what's his name? That Brad Pitt's character. Um, I can't remember. It's shit. been so long since I've seen Fight Club. His name's like Ted or something. No. Okay, I was going to say one of them is Tyler Durden. <laughs> and the other one is... Yeah, I guess the other guy is Tyler Durden, too, because he... Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're both him. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's right. Spoiler alert. Sorry, anyway. spoiler if you've ever seen Fight Club, which yeah. you've had plenty of time at this point. Yep. All right. Anyway, thought I would break it up with that one. That was kind of spooky, but funny at the same time. <laughs> but so crazy to see if, like, you were that guy, you'd be like, yeah. what? And you're like, I can't explain that. F? That's not what animals do. That's they're yeah. not standing up fighting on their hind no. legs especially dogs right kangaroos yeah, yeah. but we're not in australia we're not in australia we're not in the outback i can't do an australian accent so crikey murder murder oh, that was pretty good i don't know all that's right that's what i learned someone told me that word you can <laughs> yeah, that I one works well anyway <laughs> i'm already trying okay let's see this one is by jake baked but baked is spelled without the e so it's jake bake on reddit oh sweet yeah (laughs) jake you doing okay you baked bro all right do you even bake bro all right let me start off by saying that my wife doesn't believe in paranormal entities or anything of that nature we have three cats and one of them likes to be a rebel jumping onto counters and meowing at the top of his lungs just looking for attention he does this throughout the night and it's a regular occurrence Last night, after a few beers and video games, I decided it was time to head to bed with my wife. When I woke up this morning, my wife was basically attached to me with wide eyes and a nervous look on her face. I asked her what was wrong and she proceeded to tell me what happened last night. She said that around 2.50 in the morning, she was woken up to a noise that sounded like one of our cats downstairs meowing unusually loud. After giving herself a few seconds to perk up and fully pay attention, she said that the meow sounded more like a person trying to mimic a cat Mm. and it kept saying hello. No, no, (laughs) no, no chance. I am already like the hair on my arms Mm. is already standing up. No chance. After meowing for two to three minutes, a loud bang came at our door and then a notification went off for a motion sensor at our front door. When she told me this, I checked my phone and sure enough, there was a notification for motion detected at 2.52 a.m. I asked her why she didn't wake me up so I could grab my gun. She said she was frozen with fear and didn't want it to hear her make a noise. We're out running errands while I'm typing this, but something made me uncomfortable about her story. Last night, I set the home security alarm around 9 p.m., and we didn't turn it off till we walked the dog this morning. To make things worse, we had slept with all the animals in the room and the door was closed, so whatever was in our house or outside the front door was not one of our animals. Obviously, the first thing that came to my mind was the skinwalker, but maybe I'm just being paranoid. Nah, nah, fam. No, you're dude, right. You're no. right. Because uh, there are so many skinwalker stories where they they are making animal sounds, but it sounds like a human making yeah, animal it's sound. Yeah, it's not... Like, barking but it's like yep. bark yeah bark yep bark mm, that's or like the creepiest and then shit. meowing like saying hello like 
Oh, oh no. Like that, like, you know how cats sometimes sound yeah. like they're saying, like, words? words? Yes. Yeah. Oh, Oh, no, no. I literally just freaked myself out so bad. <laughs> I am scared. Catch me laying with my eyes wide open in my bed tonight, thinking that every sound is like a cat. Am I not? Oh, Lord, I can't. And I live in a townhome in the middle of Provo, which yeah. is like a city. The I scariest think. thing you'll find is a little BYU student. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's exactly right. The scariest thing I will find is a, a 21-year-old return missionary yep. trying to want, who wants to nick Mo. Named Taysan. Taysan. <laughs> sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. I'm not sorry. Sorry if you love that name, but it sucks. So, <laughs> okay. All right. I checked all the rooms in the house after I got up. I'm not sure what I could have done, anyways. It's very odd that my wife was scared so badly by something she doesn't necessarily believe in. We bought this house brand new, so no one has lived here before. When I'm home alone, I do feel like I'm being watched or someone's always walking directly behind me. My wife also said that the house has given her chills since we moved in. Something is just off about it. Mm. We just got home and I went to hang up one of my shirts in the master bedroom closet when I noticed that the board that covers the attic access has been shifted a little. When I asked my wife about it, she says she's never been up there and the builders would have placed it back in its original place before we made the purchase. I'm genuinely getting anxious just thinking about what could be going on and then he asks questions like has anyone had an experience like this or similar at least blah 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 dang so yeah that's, that's crazy scary. the meowing i just the I can't meowing. i just can't Ooh, ew, that Ugh. like is the worst thing I know. in the entire world okay um all right this one is also from that last website cvltnation.com all right it starts I was spending a month with my cousins at my grandma's house. It was August and my cousin's ages ranged from 10 to 15 and I was the oldest being 15. I was staying with a 10, 13 and 14 year old. We stayed up telling scary stories often, but one night a few weeks in, we decided to make a campfire out back. My grandma's house is in a rural suburb. The neighbors aren't too far when you're driving down the road to her house, but in the backyard, it's thick forest with man-made paths through it. Each house is on a hill, so only part of the basement was actually underground. That isn't important until later, though. So we're towards the east side of her yard in a smallish patch of open land. You couldn't see the neighboring yards from there, and there was probably three quarters, uh, three quarters of a mile to each side of us that belonged to my grandma. It was maybe 11 at night, and we were playing truth or dare after telling scary stories, and my 14-year-old cousin dared me and the 13-year-old to go walk through the paths for 10 minutes or so. I said yes right away, as I wasn't easily scared and rather level-headed, but my younger cousin was a bit more hesitant. We didn't bring a flashlight because it wasn't pitch dark yet, and we could see enough to not die. Perfect. We were walking through the paths for about five minutes and could barely see the fire through the trees when we decided to turn. In the middle of the path was a large dog-like creature hunched over with its front hands an inch from the ground. Um, it's like levitating? <laughs> Um, what I remember most was how its eyes were so effing bright white and it was a humanoid dog shaped with a human like head or yeah, a human like head, but a dog like body, but human hands and feet. Um, so the hands that are like hovering above the ground when he's hunched over are human hands, but the body is a dog body and the head is like a human head. What do you call that? Anthropomorphic shit scares me. That freaks me out. I don't like it. Unless it's a fox in a dapper suit. (laughs) I don't want it. <laughs> don't want to see it. don't want it. It looked right at us, and I know I was paralyzed with fear as it dashed away the opposite way from us, towards a creek that ran through the yard. Eventually, my cousin and I sc- screamed bloody effing murder, and the other cousins and my grandma ran to us. I don't remember much here because I was really disoriented and I couldn't think properly, but I did wake up in bed, so I assumed that I was brought up to the house. All the kids slept in the basement in a big room with sliding glass doors to the outside. Mm, don't no. love that. As the room was on the side that wasn't underground, my bed was pressed against a big glass window, and I could see my cousins playing outside down below. The house is in Michigan, so it gets slightly chilly even in the and even at the end of August. And there was a slight breeze, so I put on a jacket and ran to join them outside, skipping breakfast, not wanting to miss out on anything fun. When I got down, I could tell they weren't playing, but rather running to get my grandma. Her dogs, both of them, were dead, ripped <gasps> up. No, those poor doggies. That is actually so sad. Ripped up. 
like like ri- like what is uh, like mauled like, yeah like yeah. ripped to shreds oh lot. that Ugh. night we went to bed early i woke up at maybe two in the morning because i felt something hit my head mm. my cousins were all sitting on the double bed opposite me on the other side of the room there was one bunk bed and two double beds the double beds for me and my 14 year old cousin uh they were being quiet and staring at me the 13 year old nodded his head toward the window the window that his bed's pressed up against or her oh. i think it's a her or a him i don't know i froze they all looked afraid. I turned my head slightly to the side and I saw a really messed up looking face pressed to the window with gaping eyes looking down at me. Mm-hmm. I screamed so loud and it bolted. My grandma called the police after I told her what happened and they found nothing. I went home after that and I have never been there during the night again. I wouldn't go back ever no! again. No chance. Something watching Something you while like you targeting sleep. targeting them. Yeah. yeah. What the hell? Like they had a entity or yeah it, like it attached themselves also, to them for sure the cousins just watching while you're sleeping there with that thing looking at you why didn't they wake you up when did they wake you up they and probably say, were frozen in fear that's probably right and I like mean, didn't know what to do because that's what i feel like that would be my reaction i just feel like, like i would just be frozen okay like, so many things to unpack the 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 dog the half dog half human hunched over the forest with its human hands mm-hmm. pressed to get like hovering above the ground <laughs> Number two, dogs that are ripped to shreds. Number three, that same creature just like peering over you by the sliding glass door. Also, why is there a sliding glass door in that room? Yeah, I no. can't. I don't like uh-uh. sliding glass doors. I don't, I don't like that. I, I, I don't know. No. I was actually thinking about it. I was like, like, I get that obviously houses need windows and stuff. But I'm like, why do we make our doors like out of glass? Like, why do we? Why is there such a thing? as glass doors maybe like a i don't know a construction person can tell me yeah. or a real estate person I can mean, tell like me it but let's the light in but i'm like the, the door we do not need a glass door that's no. like the easiest way for people to break in mm-hmm. like we need we need them heavy metal medieval doors yeah medieval <laughs> doors i want a drawbridge i want a drawbridge and i want it now and a moat so that no skinwalker <laughs> can get to me i need a moat i need a drawbridge i need a portcullis i need a couple of knights i need a couple of knights <laughs> <laughs> and i need some um of like the huge what are they freaking called catapults mm, catapults yeah. to launch mm-hmm. like the burning mm-hmm. the burning fireball fireballs yep 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 okay damn that was scary <laughs> okay Put that in your architectural plans oh okay 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 this one is by the darkness diaries on reddit Swag. all right i've always <laughs> been a skeptic ghosts aliens monsters they were all just stories to me but after what i experienced in the southwest my perspective on the unknown has been forever altered i feel like you're just like as soon as you say i'm a skeptic you're just taunting you're just taunting whatever it is that guy that your last story the guy he's like my wife doesn't believe in it Mm -hmm. i feel like you are inviting it by not believing in it they're like watch watch me yeah watch it oh all right I was on a road trip with my best friend, Jake. We had decided to take a detour through the Navajo Reservation in Arizona, mainly because of the scenic beauty and the rich history of the area. We had heard tales of skinwalkers, but we laughed them off. They were just myths, right? No. No. (laughs) Our first day on the reservation was uneventful. We visited a few local spots, interacted with some of the locals, and set up camp near a canyon. As night fell, we sat around our campfire, sharing stories and enjoying the serenity of the desert. Around midnight, Jake decided to turn in. I stayed up, mesmerized by the, by the stars. The Milky Way stretched across the sky, and I felt a profound sense of peace. That is, until I heard it. A low, guttural growl echoed through the canyon. I froze, thinking it might be a coyote or a mountain lion, but then I heard a voice. It was distorted, as if someone was speaking through a broken radio, Ooh. but it was unmistakably Jake's voice. Come here. <gasps> it beckoned confused i turned to our tent jake was sound asleep the voice called out again this time from the opposite direction i grabbed a flash flashlight and shone it towards the source what i saw will haunt me forever standing on a ridge was a figure it looked like a man but its limbs were elongated and its eyes glowed a sickly yellow it wore tattered clothing and its skin was mottled gray but the most disturbing part was its face. It was Jake's face. I stumbled back, my heart racing. The creature mimicked Jake's voice again. Come here. It took a step towards me, its movements jerky and unnatural. 
Suddenly, I felt a sharp pain on my arm. Looking down, I saw a deep scratch, blood oozing out. The creature had marked me. I bolted to the tent, shaking Jake awake. We need to go now, I hissed. As we sped away in our car, I glanced in the rearview mirror. The creature stood in the middle of the road, watching us, its yellow eyes glowing in the darkness. We didn't stop driving until we reached the nearest town. We checked into a motel and I spent the night researching skinwalkers. The legends say they were said they were witches who could take the form of animals or people, using their voices to lure victims. The next few nights were restless. I'd wake up to that same distorted voice calling my name, and the scratch on my arm seemed to burn and throb. It was clear that the creature had not only marked me, but was now haunting my every move. Jake and I decided to consult a local Navajo elder. He told us that by interacting with the skinwalker, I had inadvertently invited it into my life. The only way to rid myself of its torment was to confront it and perform a purification ritual. Confront it? Wait, how do you confront that? With heavy hearts, we returned to the reservation. The The confrontation with the skinwalker was terrifying, but with the elder's guidance, we managed to complete the ritual. The haunting ceased, but the scars, both physical and emotional, remain. The Southwest is beautiful, but it holds secrets that are beyond comprehension, and I'll never set foot on the Navajo reservation again. To all of you reading this, please be careful when you venture into unknown territories. Some legends are rooted in truth, and some nightmares are very, very real. Oh my god. Like, holy shit, like, scratched her. Like, it attacked her. Like, that is insane. I can't handle that. No, because or I, him, I don't know. But. I had a friend that had like told me one of his skinwalker stories, and like, oh yeah, you should thing. tell this one. Yeah, so I don't, I don't remember everything like perfectly, but he and his friend went um, shed hunting. Which, if you don't know what that is, it's like um, deer and deer will shed their antlers and then mm-hmm. you can go and find them on the mountain and take them home so you have like your cool antlers but you mm-hmm. you know you'd have to you weren't hunting or like you'd have to pull a deer tag you could just go yeah. anyway so they were, went they went shed hunting and they were up up the mountain and and he and his friend he told his friend like hey like let's split up you go up that side of the ridge i'll go up this side of the ridge we'll meet in the middle and they had been walking for a minute and he, my friend noticed this bird that was following him and i know you're like well you know bird just hot but like he goes it was the same bird and it kept yeah following it, me. it was just and usually was birds weird. can get scared off pretty easily yeah 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 it was weird um and then i think first he heard his mom's voice call his name oh my gosh and he was like what what the heck and then started to get freaked out like and right. then he started hearing his friend who he was with, he started hearing his friend call out his name, his friend's voice. Because didn't then, they get separated a yeah, little bit? Yeah, they were separated at this point. Okay. They were walking up opposite sides of the right. ridge and we're going to meet at the top to see if, you know, they could find anything on either side. And then he started hearing his friend's voice call his name and then his friend's voice calling like, help, help me, help. And so my friend starts calling out his, his friend's name and is like running and trying to find him. And then they he just books it back down the mountain and then he and his friend meet up like both booking it back down and his friend is like scared to death you can tell and his friend like recounted like the same thing was like i heard my mom's voice and he goes and then i heard your voice and then i heard you screaming and calling for help oh my gosh both of them he was like i wasn't calling for help you were calling for help no like and he's like i wasn't no that is terrifying that yeah. is terrifying. Isn't that crazy? That is insane. Yeah. I might not be recounting it completely, like, perfectly, but, yeah, it was, like, crazy. Well, when he told me, like, I, like, the hair on the back of my neck was, like, fully standing <sighs> up, like, and he he even didn't really want to tell me. Like, he, that's how much it no, freaked him out. And that's one thing, like, I, th- that's one thing that makes me believe is the fact that natives... Um, or even people who have experienced, who have had experiences with skinwalkers, they never really want to talk about it. And I feel like if it was a fib, people would want to talk about it for attention. Why would they act like secretive or like like they didn't want to talk about it? I feel like that just really um, 
lends credibility to yeah. it. Yeah. Yes, lends credibility to it because no one ever really wants to talk about it. Like, especially natives, they're like, no, like, we don't even want to say their name. We don't. Yeah, you don't. We don't invite that it. in. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm like, I just feel like that further. So it. it was, oh, when he told me that story, I was like dying. Well, and then so we crazy. also had that other story from your friend whose brother oh, yes. was like, my best friend Kennedy, her younger brother, they were out like camping or something. I can't remember this one perfectly either, but he got it. He was on the four wheeler and he was alone and it started getting dark and he saw this cow that was like really weird. Was it like white or something? Yeah, it was really weird looking and it was all alone in the field and he kind of slowed down to look at it and it turned and looked at him and then it stood up on his his hind hind legs legs and ran at him. And like I you can't. might say like maybe that was like made up i don't be- i believe that was a skinwalker and like that yeah was, that was telling is the truth but yeah like crazy crazy crazy, crazy i know crazy. a lot of people who ha- like i know people who know of people that have experienced yes um skinwalkers and yeah. stuff like that it's just too so real that's scary man. it's too real yeah okay I, is it my turn now for um yes okay all right, this one is from Reddit, and the user was Nitabee, N-I-T-A-B-E-E. All right, my ex-husband, and th- this story is from back in, like, the 80s, 1987. Okay. My ex-husband may have seen a skinwalker one night. He worked the overnight shift in the big city of Santa Fe, New Mexico. Well, Santa Fe is bigger than the small vi- village we were from that had two lane roads to travel to get to the main highways. He would leave our house at about 10 p.m. to get to work by 11 p.m. One night, I got a frantic call from him while he when he arrived at work. He sounded almost hysterical. He said he was driving down the usual road to get to the highway and came up to what he thought was a cow sitting in the middle of the road, like they do no. sometimes. He slammed his bra- brakes and honked his horn, and annoyed that he was going to be late. He waited a bit and honked again, and the cow, air quotes around the cow, stood up um stood up and then he realized it was standing up on its hind legs then he realized it wasn't a cow maybe it was a coyote or a wolf he then saw that it was a naked man as it turned to face him but the head was of a dog the creature slammed its hands on the hood of the car and then bound off into the hills in three steps he couldn't make out where it went but my ex said he drove as fast as he possibly could to get out of the area into the well-lit highway once he arrived at work 20 minutes later, he called me not making much sense. When he calmed down a bit, we both tried to make out what he what he possibly could have seen. Even years later, we talk about it once in a while. That isn't so insane. Yeah. yeah. This one is by JibbyJam1 on Reddit. I actually have a skinwalker story, he says, or she says. This all happened about five years ago. One night, a few of my friends decided after a night of hanging out that we'd go to that we'd go on an adventure at about 3 a.m. We took a ride about 50 miles to this old Spanish ruin in New Mexico that was once the seat of the Inquisition. I can't for the life of me remember what the place is called, so we jumped the front gate to the place and started exploring. One of my friends brought a flute with him and he started playing it. About 30 seconds into his mediocre playing, something started screaming really, really loud on the tops of the long destroyed walls of the place. It was going from wall to wall really quick, screaming the most blood-curdling scream you've ever imagined. We noped to the F out of there, one of my friends pissed his pants, and drove for a few hours to Bandelier National Monument where we planned to camp out for the rest of the weekend. We got to Bandelier at probably like 6 or 7 a.m. and set up our camp. After a few hours just talking about what the hell happened at the ruins, I went to pee about 300 feet from our camp. This is where everything starts getting a little fuzzy. I remember seeing two dust devils coming my way, and when I turned around again, two of my friends were there, and they were motioning me to follow them. I couldn't help but follow them, as if I was being pulled behind them in shackles. I followed them for what seemed like 10 or 15 minutes, and then I snapped out of it. These weren't my friends. They had bright red hair with my friends' faces and cat eyes. Both of these friends were brunettes. I stopped walking, and they looked at me with probably the most terrified, terrifying gaze I've ever seen. Monsters and movies are nothing compared to this. I turned around and ran as fast as I could back the way I came from. After five minutes of a full sprint, I got back to the rock that I went to the bathroom at and found our camp. 
Everyone was there, still sitting around talking and didn't even notice that I was gone. I told them what happened with the lookalike skinwalkers and we packed up everything and left within 10 minutes and got the hell back to Albuquerque. Oh. What? Why the right red hair? Is this ginger slander? Yeah. Is this ginger slander? I, I, the screaming, I really hate because like even I don't like screaming in general. Like if like somebody screams near me, I, like you know whatever they get jump scared or whatever. So I hear like somebody scream near me. Like even if I know who it's coming from, I still like it's so unsettling. Like mm-hmm. it shakes your entire body. Yeah. And, like. So, like, when you just hear, like, random screaming. And you're out in a place that's literally, like, deserted. Like, yeah, it's ru- like you're in ruins. So you're like, what is making that noise? That's terrifying. Yeah. No, I, I hate that so bad. I hate and, that so bad. And, like, yeah. seeing people that you know but aren't actually the people you know are is terrifying. Right? Just, like, like, the copying. Of, uh, oh, my gosh. I don't like it. I, I don't hate it. like I hate it. it. Oh, uh, okay. All right this one starts or this one is by <laughs> why are reddit names so interesting <laughs> they are <laughs> this this reddit user is mammoth affectionate six <laughs> like perfect okay Great. cool hi everyone my partner and i just got back from a long camping trip in northern arizona marble canyon vermilion cliffs and finally in the ke- kebab 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 i don't know Either national way. forest where this encounter took place we were bo- we were driving slash off-roading all day on the forest roads deep in the forest near the north rim of the Grand Canyon. We were hunting hard for the perfect camping spot and it was starting to get dark and my partner was getting frustrated. So we told ourselves we'll go we'll go to the end of the next trail and camp there. Unfortunately unfortunately where that trail ended was at an expansive burn scar forest that was completely wiped out by fire last summer. Very few living trees remained standing. It was spooky, but we decided to make the best of the situation. After getting camp set up and eating dinner, we were just hanging out by the fire. We started hearing some snapping branches in the woods and lit up our flashlights. We saw nothing. I grabbed my shotgun just in case. At this point, we were trying to be as quiet as possible, listening very intently to the woods. It was a clear night, but no moon. It was very dark beyond the reaches of the firelight. Then we hear what sounds like a whisper of a woman. Ew. We tried so hard to make out the words, but it sounded foreign, like another language. It shortly thereafter grew grew to a crying sound, then turned to wailing, like someone in incredible pain. We were absolutely terrified at this point. The sound eventually stopped, and we started to feel very unwelcome and very cold. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Not random woman crying. Not oh. random woman whisper into random, <sighs> random woman crying and then wailing. No. Ew. Uh, I don't like it. And the it. thing is about, about those sounds is they're already unsettling even if you know who's making them. Like, oh, for sure. Someone who's crying, like, in a like severe pain. emotional distress and is crying and shrieking that's already chilling yeah. but when you don't know where it's coming from you're in the middle of the forest no like, and that's just like coming out I of can't, nowhere i can't right after you hear like a woman whisper like mm. no you're like ah! no thank you no chance no thank you no chance okay this one's pretty long um but i'm gonna try to read it fast but it was just there was like so much in this story that I was like, I can't even cut it. Like, and also yeah. it's just crazy. So this one is called The Wolf at Skinwalker Ranch by J Group, G-R-U-P-E on Reddit. Okay. So it starts, my wife and I were sitting on the front porch after a long day of moving furniture and boxes into our new house. I'm, it sounds like they are moving to a house on Skinwalker Ranch. And I'm like, why would you do that? Why would you guys do that? <laughs> that sounds like the first thing I... That's, Don't do yeah. it. We were tired, red-faced, and sweating after sharing the burden between the two of us. The sun was setting on the horizon as we, slip, as we sipped our warm beers and looked out over the landscape of our newly acquired ranch. Fields stretched off into the distance as far as the eye could see, not a neighbor in sight for miles. The cows were grazing, looking unhappy, their tails hanging straight down as they ignored the fresh grass all around them. I figured they were just upset from the long move. Okay, so it sounds like they took cows. Oh, maybe they're farmers. Yeah, they're farmers or ranchers. Why do you think they needed so many locks, my wife asked, taking a sip of her beer. It was the elephant in the room, so to speak, and I had to admit I was curious about it as well. 
Every door in the house had a deadbolt on it, inside and out. Not only that, but the windows were shielded by thick iron bars. The old owners had left long before we could ask them about it. The folks who lived here before were probably paranoid about home invasions so far from the city. We'll take them down and I'll fill the screw holes with wood putty. We'll paint them over and they'll be good as new. You wanted to redo the trim anyway. And the bars on the windows? That'll take a bit more work, but I can get it done before the weekend. I'll just have to run over to the hardware store to grab a few things. I can't find some of my tools. Maybe they got lost during the move. My wife was no longer paying attention. She was staring at some point far off in the distance. What's that? She asked, pointing. I followed her finger and looked to see a large gray wolf moving in the fields. It seemed to be stalking deliberately toward us, marching at a steady, quick pace. It came to a fence and did the strangest thing. Instead of leaping over it or burrowing under it, as I'd, as I'd expected, it stood up on two legs like a person, grasped the loose corner of the wire fencing, and pulled it up, ducking between the strands and stepping through, one leg after the other. No. It was exactly how I would have done it. No. Once it was on the other side, it went back on four legs and started its progress toward us again. Then it looked up and saw us staring at it. The gray wolf stayed still for a few seconds then disappeared in the tall grass suddenly. It was just gone. It didn't dive into the grass or duck down. It was there, and then a moment later, it was just gone, vanished in the blink of an eye. The two of us sat uneasily on the porch, and I stood up to look in the distance, trying to spot the creature, but it was nowhere to be found. I'm going inside. You should come too, my wife said, sounding nervous. We went in and locked the doors at the front and back of the house. The bars stayed on the windows after that, and my wife didn't mention the deadbolts on the doors in the house again either. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's no. an indication. People who lived there before you knew were dealing with no, something. That's so scary. I know. The two of us went to bed that night with little talk between us. A big difference from the ecstatic chatter that had been the norm all day prior to the event with the wolf, or whatever that thing was. I got the feeling wolf was not quite the right word. That night, something else even more disturbing happened to us both. Oh, shit. <laughs> what a warm welcome. Yeah, guys. seriously. You're like, oh, you're here? Hey. I'm going to scare the shit out of yeah, you. Yeah, literally. I woke up in the early hours of the morning, around 3.30 a.m., according to the bedside, bedside alarm clock. When I looked next to me in the bed and saw my wife's spot was empty, I became immediately concerned for her safety. Where could she have gone at this time of night, I wondered. That was when I heard her voice calling to me from outside the window, asking insistently for me to let her in. Her cries for help were muffled through the glass, and I lifted the heavy old window pane up to hear her better. What are you doing out there, I asked, worried about the wolf we'd seen earlier. I was looking around for glowing eyes reflecting the moonlight nearby. Standing on two legs or four, I wasn't sure which to expect. I must have been sleepwalking, she said dreamily. The front door locked behind me somehow. You have to let me back in. Please, it's cold out here. No, that's not, your wife. No, that's not your wife. That's not your wife. <laughs> I'll be right down, I said, without thinking about how impossible all of that was. She's an imposter. I was only concerned for her safety at that moment, and she had been known to sleepwalk occasionally, so that part seemed to make sense. I raced down the stairs in my boxers. Pause. Yeah. He said... She sleeps, sleepwalks occasionally, and then the skinwalker says, I must have been sleepwalking. <gasps> How did How the did it skinwalker know? That? How did it know? It's been watching them? Has it Question been watching them? But that was like the first day they lived <gasps> there. Mm, That's unless crazy. that was a lucky little guess on the skinwalker's part. But, That's crazy. But also, how did, your fr how did the skinwalker know your friends is... How to sound like your friends' mom? That's you true. know, that's... that's uh, true. Anyway. That's true. Um, <laughs> um, I was only concerned for her safety at that moment, and she had been known to sleepwalk occasionally, so that part seemed to make sense. I raced down the stairs in my boxers and grasped the front doorknob in my hand, turning it. Thankfully, it was locked, or who knows what might have happened. Reaching up to turn the lock, I was startled to hear a voice behind me. What are you doing? My wife asked. <laughs> I jumped at the sound, my heartbeat quickening, but what terrified me even more was what I had just seen outside. Given the time frame it had taken me to get downstairs, it was impossible that, had, that it had been her. It was like someone else had been out there wearing her skin and speaking her in, in her voice. Looking at the woman standing in front of me, I had no doubt it was Christine, my wife. Panting, I walked over to her and hugged her tightly. What's wrong? She asked. I didn't answer, afraid she would think I was losing my mind. 
Some things we don't share with anyone, not even our significant others. We take them to our grave, afraid that if we speak of them out loud, it will make them true, and it will make the source of the impossible things return. So instead, I just took her hand and led her up the stairs, looking back nervously over my shoulder at the front door, waiting for the sound of a key turning in the lock, or the sound of it being broken down by powerful forces beyond my control. Instead, there was a gentle knock, polite almost, at first. But then the fist began to pound against the front door of the house, louder and louder, more and more insistently. My wife stopped, turning around to look at me on the stairs. Who could that be? She asked. Just ignore it. Let's go to bed. They'll go away eventually. After a few moments of hesitation, she turned around and began going up the stairs once more, taking a couple nervous looks back as she did. We kept walking up the stairs as the pounding continued, devolving into steady scratching noises that didn't cease until daybreak. No. All night? <laughs> don't you have something better to do? Don't, don't you have school tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, don't, don't you have to get up early? <laughs> <laughs> please please <laughs> oh no skinwalker no no skinwalker go away go away what were you doing down in the basement last night my wife asked at the breakfast table the next morning neither one of us mentioned the sounds at the door the night before we were both trying to act like it had never happened <laughs> denial, denial 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 is a river in, in egypt, egypt. <laughs> your husband is gay <laughs> In the light of the morning, it seemed like a shared hallucination. A bad dream brought on by warm beer and too much time spent moving boxes without enough assistance. In the basement, I wasn't in the basement, I told her. Yeah, you were. You were calling my name, asking me to come down there. I looked at her with concern. When was this? No! Right before I found you at the front door. I figured I just missed you, that you found whatever you were looking for down in the basement and went into the kitchen for a snack or something. But then I found you by the front door. I was never in the basement last night. She looked at me, puzzled. Of course you were. Who else would have been calling for, for me from down there? <laughs> I debated telling her what I had seen outside and decided I probably should. We were clearly dealing with something very strange here, and we needed to be on the same team if we were going to figure it out. Facts. Christine, did you go outside at all last night? No. What does that have to do with... Okay, so here's the thing. I saw you outside. At the same time when you were going down to the basement, you were calling to me from out front, saying you had been sleepwalking and you were locked out. That's why I was at the door. I never went down to the basement, and I don't think that was really you outside either. I think there's something else causing all this to happen. What the hell could cause that to happen? I opened my mouth to answer when there was a polite rapping at the door. The two of us sat dead silent for a few moments, unsure what to do. The knocking came again and I heard a man's voice muffled through the door saying, there's a car here, maybe they're out in the fields. Should we just leave it on the doorstep? A woman's voice asked. I don't like being here any more than you do, but that seems a bit rude. Maybe we should come back. Christine and I both stood up, sensing that this was not the same entity from the night before. I don't know how I could tell, but I just could. This wasn't an evil presence. It was just some neighbors coming by to welcome us. And they sounded like they might know something more than we did about the ranch and its mysteries. I opened the front door and saw a man and woman with their backs turned walking away from us. They spun around when they heard the sound of us opening the door. Oh, hi there. We're the Turnbulls. We live down the road. Technically next door, as, as if there is such a thing out here. But we do share an easement... Do, but we do share an easement with you to access the ri river. Jack takes the cattle down that way sometimes for a change of scenery. The man put his arm around his wife's shoulder and whispered something in her ear. She abruptly stopped talking, realizing that she was rambling on nervously. Sharon, I'm sure they don't want to get into all that. We just wanted to stop by and welcome you to the neighborhood, so to speak. It's nice to have another couple living next door again. This place has been empty for so long. My wife and I looked at each other with surprise. As far as we knew, the place had been occupied right up until our arrival. It hadn't shown signs of disrepair or neglect, so we'd had no reason to think otherwise. Really? No, really? No wonder the place was such a bargain. How long was it empty for? The man and the woman shared a look. Oh, you know, not that long. A few years. Anyways, we just wanted to bring this casserole. We have a few errands to run, but it was great meeting you both. Come on by our place anytime. We're number 56981, the next driveway on your side. Up that way, the man said, hooking his thumb eastward. I had never seen anyone introduce themselves and run so quickly. I tried not to take it personally. It was so nice to meet you both, the woman said, taking a few steps 
toward my wife and handing her the casserole dish. You can keep that dish, by the way. It's Pyrex, great for casseroles. I've never heard of that. Pyrex. Pyrex. They're like the nice, like, glassware type oh. ones. Yeah. She backed up to join her husband, looking around the property nervously as she did. Hey, can I ask you something? The two of them looked ready to turn back to their car, but they stopped and nodded, shifting on their feet anxiously and waiting for me to speak. Have you ever seen anything? Uh, how should I put this? There's been a couple weird occurrences since we moved in, and I was just wondering if you could tell us anything. Is this place haunted? Is that why it was so cheap? I can tell you guys are nervous. Just give us something to work with. Please, we're getting a little freaked out. The woman looked pleadingly at her husband. He nodded to her and she and she went back to the car and got in the passenger seat where she sat darting her eyes around from side to side. Okay, why are you acting sketchy? Yeah, like stop acting so sus. Yeah, like, or tell us what's going on. Like, I get it, you're scared, but like, come on. You're yeah. not gonna like let us know what's happening. That's yeah, rude. That's rude. Um, What exactly did you see? The man asked. Wait, no, don't tell me. It's better if we don't speak of them. Then they know when you talk about them. It's better if we don't. Well, then how do we get rid of them? You don't. These things have been around a lot longer than you or me. My wife and I get our share of strange events on this ranch next door too, but not as bad as here. This place, well, there's something here that makes it special and not in a good way. I'm sorry to say. I'd tell you more, but it would only make things worse. It always does. There was a sound of knuckles rapping against the glass, and I looked to see his wife banging on the car window, looking with wide eyes at us and pointing into the distance towards the fields. My eyes followed where she was pointing, and I looked to see the large gray wolf was back, and it was moving towards us again. I told you, we're not meant to speak of them. I need to go. The two of you should decide soon if you want to stay. This place will change you, and it will take things from you. You only get so long to decide. If you wait to see what the changes will be, it will already be too late trust me whoa with that he turned away and went back to his car he started the engine and drove off much quicker than i would have thought safe on the dirt driveway swerving and leaving a cloud of dust hanging in the air around us obstructing my view for a few seconds when i turned around again the wolf was much much closer it was about 50 yards away and closing in fast it was looking at me intently my wife was running back towards the house yelling at me to come but i was frozen watching the wolf as it stood on its hind legs again not a wolf stop calling it a wolf it's not a wolf it's just trying to fool you into thinking that's what it is but it's so much more dangerous than that i tried to take a step but my legs wouldn't budge my eyes were locked on the wolf as it began to stalk towards me, no longer an animal, but something else wearing an animal suit. The ancient, leathery-skinned humanoid beneath the wolf armor could be glimpsed occasionally as it strode like a hunter in my direction, taking long steps, moving low to the ground. The fur pieces were simply strapped onto it like clothing, the wolf head strapped on like a hat. What are you doing? Get in here, my wife yelled one more time, and my foot suddenly started to move. As soon as it did, I found I was unfrozen and finally able to start running, and not a second too soon. The house was close, but the thing was fast. When it saw me beginning to run, it became a wolf again in an instant. Ugh. Oh. The idea that it was anything but that seemed ludicrous as I watched it race towards me on all fours, its snapping jaws dripping saliva as it dove to cut me off. This thing was a massive gray wolf through and through. It could be nothing but that, and yet my eyes had begged otherwise just a moment before. If not for my wife, it might have gotten me, but she saw what was happening and took a large rock we had been using as a doorstop and threw it straight at the thing's head. Yeah, girl! Yeah, girl! Yeah, girl get it! It missed, hitting the beast in the shoulder instead, but it was enough to drive it back for a brief second, which was all I needed. I ran into the house and slammed the door shut behind me. An instant later, the scratching began again. Soon there was another one at the back door, scratching it as well. The sounds continued for hours. When the noises stopped and I finally ventured outside again, I found that three of the cattle had been killed. The others were scared out of their wits, hiding huddled together in a corner of the field near the, near the house. Their eyes darted around the field, reminding me of how the neighbors had looked as they scanned our property for the things lurking in the shadows. The cows are like, why did you bring They're us like, here? Oh, why'd you bring that in? Why, why'd you bring... Oh. I don't want to be here. I just want to be at, like, a regular farm. <laughs> I just want to be at, like, a regular farm. <laughs> I don't even have a barn to hide in. 
Like, I don't even care if I'm at a dairy farm. Like, I just don't want to be here. I like, just want to be here right now. I'm just really scared. <laughs> <laughs> Three of my friends just got killed. Oh, my Lord. Oh. <laughs> the grass tastes weird oh, here. Oh, and this is not good. <laughs> <laughs> I was beginning to suspect we were not going to be able to stay in this place much longer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think you can. I would have been out of there after night oh, yeah. one. Even if we could survive, this was no way to live. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no chance. No chance. That night, my wife and I sat in the living room with all the blinds and curtains drawn, discussing what we should do. The house wouldn't sell quickly. That much was obvious based on the neighbor's statements. The two of us decided we would leave in the morning regardless. We would stay in a motel until we found an apartment to rent, sacrificing all of our investment in the house. Even if we put it up for sale again, it would be a long, long time before we before we made any portion of our money back but it was too dangerous and too terrifying to stay i'm going to bed my my, my wife said looking tired come upstairs soon okay i don't want to be alone i'll be up in a minute i told her i just want to grab a glass of water she nodded sleepily and went up the stairs slowly looking depressed we had dreamed about this move for so long and now it was all coming to ruins mm. i felt sad about it too I went into the kitchen and poured a glass of water. After drinking it down in one long gulp, I decided I needed another. It had been a long day and I'd been too distracted to drink anything. A noise came from upstairs. A scraping sound like claws. Setting down the glass, I turned around and listened closely. Christine? She didn't reply. I took a few steps across the linoleum floor of the kitchen before calling out again. Once again, there was no answer. By the time I got to the bottom of the stairs, my heart was pounding so fast and hard I felt like it would beat right out of my chest. I opened my mouth to call her name one more time when I saw it. The wolf that wasn't a wolf strode on two legs across the gap at the top of the stairs, no. then disappeared around the corner, heading towards my wife. It was so quick that I thought for a moment I could have imagined it. How? Just a gray blur that was gone in an instant. No. If not for the fact that I looked... If not for the fact that it looked down the stairs at me and smiled, its <gasps> long canines gleaming in the light. No. Its eyes were pure blackness. I ran up the stairs as fast as I could, terrified of what it would do to her. When I got to the second floor, I looked down the hall to see all of the doors were closed. It was as if the whole thing had really been just my imagination. Taking an unsteady step towards the bedroom, my heartbeat did not slow down even slightly. My hand was shaking as I reached for the doorknob, turning it and entering the master bedroom. I entered hesitantly, finding the, the room dark and my wife asleep in bed. Part of me wanted to wake her up, but for some reason I didn't. It will be fine. Just go to bed, my irrational thoughts said. My pounding heart began to slow and my eyelids grew heavy. This is fine, my mind told me. Everything is fine. Just go to sleep now. Trying not to think of what I had seen just moments before, I climbed into bed, getting in next to my wife and shivering while my body warmed up beneath the sheets. There was a soft sound of padding footsteps outside the bedroom door. Mm -mm. Scratch, scratch, no. scratch. Something wants to get inside their bedroom. And a strange foreign voice in my mind is telling me to let it in. No! That's the end. Don't do it. That Don't was so insane. Oh, like, no. even if that was not real, I'm like, damn, that was a good ass story. That was, really, that good was story. really good. No matter if it was true or yeah, not. Yeah, good job, Jibby Jam one on Reddit. Jeez, Thank you. That's so scary. It's so scary. That's so scary. Uh, well. <sighs> yeah, that was good. Spooky, spooky, spooky. Spooky, spooky. <laughs> uh, oh, I don't like this spook. Like, why can't you just... Like, you already have superpowers. Why do you have to, like, go and terrorize people? Why do you have to terrorize people? You like, already have like, enough power. You just, like, go do your thing. Yeah, go, like, I don't know, turn into a werewolf. Like, pretend you're Jacob Black from yeah, Twilight. Just, like, like I don't know. Frolic around. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, nobody cares if you want to go frolic. Like, just go do your thing and right. leave us alone. Ew. The fact that he, like, saw it, like, dart, like, upstairs across the hall. No. Like, I just the uh, honestly what really got me I, was it stepping through the fence like a human would like yeah like, stepping that's through, like, creepy. one leg at a time like ducking under kind of thing like the imagery of that is so it's so visual like it's yes like you can perfectly picture it yeah because like yeah that's like like uh, people who live out there on a ranch or, or like a 
Yeah. Like I can picture my dad, like dad doing that. Yeah. Like yeah, com- yeah, yeah. Yeah, coming like from the horse pasture, like stepping yes. under the fence. Like it just is so. It's so bad. It's so bad. No. Just please. And like her hearing him and him hearing oh. her. It was well, like, like that story with your like friend. My fir- that like, story oh. with my friend. They both heard each other, but it wasn't the other person. Yeah. Ooh, I. I oh, also, also when after they saw they heard each other which it wasn't really each other and he goes there was like the polite knock and then like the pounding boom, 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 boom. but like honestly the polite knock scarier to me than the yep, pounding it's like scarier. the like because i'm not knock, 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 like yeah and then like getting pissed off that you're right. not like opening the door and then like going yeah at it. it's Ooh. the facade of it all is the creepiest the facade thing is the scary part yeah exactly right because yeah, yeah gosh yeah. and, and i and what's like truly evil about something like that is like every step of the way even once they knew what they were dealing with was like an entity or whatever Mm -hmm. like it keeps trying to like um again keep the facade and like and be spooky and scary and like dart really fast yeah like like that's true torment when something is like still playing with you yeah i can't it really is like the evil the you're right the evil part comes from it like continually like playing like, yeah i don't like it yeah i don't like I, it either i don't like that either like i don't know just like let's duke it out my like two eyes, my eyes got watery there for a second like yeah. that is so scary yeah what i've noticed that too like when i get really scared uh, my eyes will water too yeah. like it's just such a like visceral reaction yeah i can't but oh that anyway, was so fun though that was so fun thank you guys so much for listening um and stay tuned this month for more spooky episodes yeah next week we're doing are we doing we're urban legends urban from legends. around the world urban legends next week mr worldwide <laughs> we just talk about pitbull yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then last week of october we were just gonna do good old ghost stories yeah so yep all right See you guys next Tuesday. And be safe. Be kind. Be hot. That's just kidding. That's bad broadcast. That's I was like, hmm. <laughs> that's, be safe. That is bad broadcast, but that immediately popped yeah. in my mind. Be She's safe. She's a great podcast too. And Listen say to no to skinwalkers. That's exactly right. Okay. Right. Bye. Bye.